And the word hung on the cross. God himself hung on the cross, the one that was in the beginning with God and was God, actually hung on the cross. The angels, I'm sure, were gasping. How could this happen? Well, hello, everybody. This is Pastor Mark Stroud, and I thank you for joining me for another episode of Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, on today's broadcast, I am so pleased to announce that we're going to start a whole new series. This series is entitled, Uncovering Our Identity in Christ. That's right, Uncovering Our Identity in Christ. This message is so close to my heart, and I know it's going to be a rich blessing to you, so make sure that you hear each and every part and follow us on social media, follow us on our podcast and website so that you can stay up to date with every part. It's going to be a rich blessing, believe me. To do that, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. Right there on the homepage, you will find all the links to the podcast, the videos, and so on. So check it out today. All right, without any further ado, here is part number one of the series, and it is entitled In the Beginning, right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. Let's dig in. You ready to dig into the Word of God today with me? All right. Well, let's go ahead and pray first. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Uh, Yeah, Lord, we just, we, come on, exhale with me. Lord, we thank you so much. Thank you for this moment in time that you've given us to discover and to, to uncover who we are in you. I know this is you, Holy Spirit, and I ask you, to have your way in me and through me, have your way in us and through us. We invite you into this moment. Come in your fullness. Have your total and complete way. Thank you, Father, for teaching us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, uh, we're going to start a new series today, um, and it is entitled Uncovering Our Identity in Christ. Uncovering our identity in Christ. Now, there'll be some things that we'll talk about during the series. You say, oh, I know that. Well, I want you, if you say you know that, I want you to hear it again and hear it again until it gets in you, until it gets deep within you. When the word of God gets deep, gets deep within you, it changes who you are completely. So get it in you again. Hear it again. Amen. Today we'll be speaking from the subtitle of this part number one, and I need you praying with me today, amen? Amen. Today we'll be speaking from the subtitle of In the Beginning. In the Beginning. Something happened in the beginning. In order for us to discover who we really are and what God has called us to do, we're going to have to first visit the past to discover our identity. A lot of people are going to those online services right now um, where you send them your DNA or something and they give you a list of your ancestors and they say, well, if you know who your ancestors were, then you'll know who you are. You have get a better picture of who you are. So that's what we're going to do here, at least today. We'll begin this today and talk about what happened in the beginning. And I pray that you will see some things that you've never seen before and it will help you or cause you to think and, and just rediscover or uncover 
uh, who you are in him. So let's go now to the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, and uh, let's go to Genesis 1, verse 1, in the King James Version, and then we're looking at some other versions to do uh, of 2 um, as well today. It says here, Genesis 1, 1, King James, it says, In the beginning, God, what? Created the what? Heaven and the earth. Stop there. In the beginning, God created. Now, it's created a present tense word, future word, or past tense? Past. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Hold on for a second. In the beginning, beginning, in the start, prior to everything else, God created. Done. Say, he did it. He created heaven and earth. Now, the word created there in that verse means, of course, it means to create, but it also means to form and to shape. Please understand that. The word create in the Hebrew means, it does mean to create, but it also means to form and to shape. It means to form and to shape. So we can say in the beginning, God formed God formed the heaven and the earth. God formed, say with me, God formed the heaven and the earth. You, you, got to, you got to understand, if you get this, please don't let this slip. And I pray I have everybody's attention. I pray I have your attention online community. Please don't let this slip. I beseech you, as Paul said, don't allow this to slip. In the beginning, God created or we can say God formed the heaven and the earth the heaven and the earth now the word heaven can also be translated to heavens heavens and it also it also translated um, the visible universe visible universe the visible or invisible or and invisible things he created or he formed the visible and invisible realms and he also created the earth y'all with me he created the heaven or the heavens or the universe and this also the word universe here i believe also um also denotes the presence of angels as well because there's nowhere other, no other place in the bible where we see god creating the angels it, so it has to be here in this verse, in verse number one, it has to be here. So in the beginning, God formed, he created the universe, the heaven or heavens universe. This could also include other planetary bodies, that, that is other planets. He created them and he created the earth. The earth, I want you to understand this too, the earth was the, or we can say is the capital planet it is the center of things, center to all the creation of God. He created the heavens and the earth. There's a reason why he singles out and the earth, because there's something special that's happening on the earth, and the earth, we will see, is the site of a great warfare. It's the center of things. Now, I want you to see that for a reason. Now, let's go to uh, Genesis 1, verses 1 through 5, out of the uh, Good News translation. And I want you to hear how this reads. Genesis 1, same book, Genesis 1, uh, 1 through 5, out of the Good News translation. And it reads, 
in the beginning, God created the universe. So it just brings it out here in this translation. Are you with me? In the beginning, God created the universe. The earth was what? Formless and what? Desolate. The raging, the raging oceans uh, that covered everything was engulfed in total darkness. And the spirit of God moving, was moving over the water. Then God commanded, let there be, let there be light, and light appeared. God was pleased with what he saw. Then he separated the light from the darkness, and he named the light, what? Day. And the darkness, what? Night. Evening passed and morning came. That was the, what? First day. Say first day. All right. Now, I want you to understand something here. So it says that God, in the beginning, God created done. God created the heaven and the earth done. He created the universe, universal bodies. He created it done, finished. All right. And we know the word created also means what? Formed. He formed. Now, why am I bringing that out to you? Because if you look here in this translation, I love the way it brings it out. It says in verse number one, in the beginning, God created um, the, the universe and the earth was formless. In verse number two, the earth was formless. So we say again in verse number one, God created or he formed the universe, formed universal bodies. He formed the heavens. He formed the earth. Done. But in verse two, it says, now the earth was formless. So something took place between verse number one, when God formed, completed, done, to verse number two, the earth was formless. Something happened, some sort of cataclysmic event happened that would cause the earth to be in disarray. Whenever God created anything else we see here in the book of Genesis, whenever he creates anything, it is perfect, it is flawless. Everything has a form, everything has a purpose. When he says it's good, it's done, it's good, and it's done. But we see here an earth that's actually flooded. The, the waters, the oceans covered the entire planet. This is a, a, a scene of a global flood, and it's in darkness. It's in darkness. And the very first thing that the Lord says here, we see this here. Uh, in this, so this planet is in some sort of chaotic condition. God formed it, completed, done, verse 1. Verse 2, it's now formless some form of chaotic condition, the Spirit of God is hovering above the oceans, hovering above the oceans. God's about to do something. He releases his Spirit first. After he releases his Spirit, he releases a word. And the word that he releases is, let there be light. Let there be light. And there was light. Now, this light, the Bible says, was called day, and the darkness was called night. Now, let me tell you this as well. This day and night was not the sun and the moon that he was creating here. You say, surely, that it, surely that's it. No, if you actually look here, let's go to Genesis, the first chapter, verse 14 through 19. Genesis, the first chapter, verse 14 through 19. Let me show you this. It says, 
Then God commanded, let lights appear in the sky. Now, this is also in the uh, Good News Translation. Then God commanded, let lights appear in the sky to separate day from night and to show the time, uh, rather, and to show the time when days, years, and religious festivals begin. They will shine in the sky. Why will they shine in the sky? To give light to the earth. All right? And it was done. So God made the two larger lights, the sun to rule over the day and the moon to rule over the night. He also made the stars. He placed the lights in the, in the sky to shine on the earth, to rule over the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God was pleased with what he saw. Evening passed and morning came. That was the fourth day. So the first day, he said, let there be light. He was not talking about the sun, the ball of fire. That was not until the fourth day of creation. The Bible says here, and we can look at this as well, and um, I think, yeah, 1 John, the first chapter, 1 John 1, verse 5, it says, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So when the father says in the beginning, if he's not talking about the sunlight there on the first day of creation, he's talking about causing himself to appear, causing what he is. God is light. He's saying, uh, he's saying I will allow myself to appear or manifest in this physical world. Make sense? In this realm, he will allow himself to appear. He's allowing his presence to influence the natural. The very, very first thing he does, he shows that he allows his presence to show up. Now, before this time, if God says, let there be light, what must be present if light is not present? There has to be darkness there. There has to be darkness. And so for a time again, there was only darkness. No, dark, no light whatsoever, only darkness. And the word darkness here talks about obscurity. It talks about uh, an obscurity. And if you look in the uh, Hebrew, the word darkness is obscurity. And obscurity means something that is uh, veiled, something that is uncovered. It talks about a secret place or something that is unclear, something that cannot really uh, be e or easily understood. It's very obscure, very difficult to understand. It's a secret place. Now, God said in the midst of that, let there be light. In other words, he now brings understanding. He now brings clarity. And for a moment of time, I'm not sure how long it was, light and darkness were indistinguishable. How do we know that? Because God separates the two of them. It has not always been where you turn on uh, the light in a dark room and, and darkness goes and, and you see the light. That has not always been the case. For a moment of time, when however long it was, there was a point where light and darkness could dwell together indistinguishable. And God gave the word to separate them where the two can now be uh, distinguished one from another. 
He divided the light from the dark. Are you still with me? Now, when God divided the light from the dark, he was setting a precedent. He was setting things in motion. Now, did God do away with the dark? No. Did he do away with the secret place? No. Because over in the secret place, in the, in the darkness, in the obscurity of things, he still kept secrets hidden. The Bible says there in Psalm, I think Psalm 91, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So God still has his secrets. He still has his secret places that are hidden, uh, not hidden from us, but hidden for us, hidden for us to discover because there are so many things that are within God that are within the secret place that he desires to give us. But we have to seek him for the revelation, seek him for that wisdom, seek him for that knowledge. So in the beginning, light and dark coincided together. Then God decided to separate. When he separated them, he said, let there be light. He was saying as well, I will allow myself to appear in this natural world. Now, on the fourth day of creation, then he creates the sun and he creates the moon. And the Bible says that the light from those were to give, were to shine on the earth. The light of the sun, light of the moon were to shine on the earth. The first day of creation was not light to shine on the earth. It was his presence that would shine. Uh, it, it, was the, it, it was God breaking, uh, making a distinction between the light and darkness so that you and I would eventually know what is right, what is wrong, what is clear and what is vague, what is of God and what is not of God. He sets things in motion because up until this time, there was only darkness, only obscurity. Now, what took place... Uh, what took place between verse 1 and 2 that would cause such calamity? And I believe that that answer there is, we don't, I'm not going to look at today, is in Revelation, the 12th chapter, when the Bible talks about there was war in heaven. How the archangel uh, Lucifer uh, took a third of the angels and they rebelled against God. And of course, um, the archangel Michael fought against him and drove him out of heaven where there was no more place for them. And the Bible says they all fell to the earth. Now, again, in the beginning, God created, formed, done. The earth was finished. It was a veritable paradise. But I believe, again, that there was war in heaven and they fell to the earth. Um, the devil, Satan, Lucifer, fell with, an, uh, with one third of an innumerable amount of angels. In other words, a number that cannot be counted. How much is one-third of a number that cannot be counted? It's a lot of them. And they all fell to the earth. And when they fell to the earth, the earth shifted. And, there was, and that was simply a judgment upon the planet. So for a time, the earth was dark, and the archangel, uh, rather the uh, fallen angel Lucifer was there, was here on the planet with all of the fallen and all that was there, and they lived in darkness and obscurity until God comes again and says, let there be light. And now his presence is revealed, and he's about to do something here in the earth. And so I'm sure all of them wondering what God's about to do because he had taken his presence from the earth. That's why it's dark. He has taken his presence from the earth, not seen. 
But now he's stepping up and the spirit of God is hovering and God's about to do something in the earth. Now they are still here in the earth. Now eventually we see well, where God is going to make man. And now we see then here comes the devil coming up and he's influencing the serpent. Now we know the serpent there, uh, the, the, the devil talked to the serpent and the serpent talked to the woman. The serpent, the, the snake itself was not the devil. The snake itself was not the devil, but the, but the, the devil influenced the serpent because it was the most subtle or beautiful creature on the planet. And uh, that serpent talked to the woman. Are y'all with me? We'll go back and get that sometime. But if you just read that, you'll find out that the serpent there, of course, the enemy was using the serpent, but the devil himself, the, the snake was not the devil. The devil used the snake, just like he uses a lot of people today. He used something beautiful because the woman is still attracted to things that are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Pretty this and pretty that. So he sends something that is beautiful that she is attracted to to talk to her and convinces her, of course, that God is telling you a bunch of lies and have some lunch. And she gave also to her husband that he did eat. All right. So the enemy was already on the planet. He didn't just appear. He was already on the planet. He was already on the planet before what we call the first day of creation. Already there with the fallen already there. And the father and we'll look at this further on. The father places man and I'm going to show you where this comes from. The father places man in a hostile, hostile environment. Because man was formed in the image and likeness of God. Man looked like God. And God, so God, in essence, places some of himself on the planet, on the planet with other beings that hate God. So it's like you're going in some of those inner cities, you know, and you're wearing a certain color, you're wearing red, and, and all the other people, the gangs, they're wearing pink or something like that or whatever. And you come in wearing this and the whole atmosphere is hostile towards you. They don't like you because they know who you look like. You look like your daddy. Man, Adam, formed in the likeness in the image of God. The one they hated, the one they tried to overthrow, the one that caused them to be kicked out of heaven, kicked out of the third heaven, kicked out of the very presence of God, the one who took their place, they cannot come back up there anymore, the one who judged them and judged the planet, now sends down something, now creates something that now is here to rule over the planet and rule over them. So, of course, they rebelled. They don't want this thing called man to rule over them. This thing that looks like God, that has been given sovereign authority by the God of the universe to rule on the planet. Man is meant to rule. Boom, boom. Rule the planet. And so the only, the only thing the devil could do and we'll see this further on. He could not take man's authority by force. Adam too strong, too mighty. It was the devil and a company of an innumerable amount of angels. And there was no way possible that they could take the authority from Adam by force. 
As long as Adam was in the perfect will of God, there was no way possible. They didn't have that might. But what the enemy did have is a tongue to talk and a plan. I'm going to take this from you. you. As a matter of fact, you're going to give it to me because I'm going to tell you something that you want to hear. Are you hearing? So there had to have been something. Again, so the enemy was down there and man comes and we'll talk more about the appearance of man and how man fits here because let me tell you, um, even though this was the first appearance of man physically, it was not the first appearance of man spiritually. We're going to get to that. So, but, we, but I want you to see here that God created his light. Now his light, the God light, is still shining now. The God light is still shining forth. Still shining forth because the God light was before the sunlight. Make sense? The God light was shining on day one. The sunlight, the moon, was, uh, was uh, created there. Uh, what, rather than say this way, the God light was released. Wasn't created, he just released his presence, allowed, his, allowed who he is to be seen. But the sunlight, moonlight, that was created there on day number four. Now, as we, let me go just a little bit further, then we'll close out today. Are y'all still with me? I want you to, let's go now to John, the first chapter, John 1. And um, we're going to see the appearance of Christ here. John 1 and um, John, first chapter, verses 1 through 5. Again, we'll look at this out of the um, Good News Translation. I want you to hear how it reads. It says here, in the beginning, sound familiar? In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God, and the word was God. You see this? From the very beginning, the word was with, let me start again. In the beginning was the word, the word in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God, and the word was God. From the very beginning, the word was with God. Through him, God made all things. Not one thing in all creation was made without him. The word was the source of life, and this life brought light to people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has never put it out. That's what I want you to see at least for now. Now, we could go on further. We'll look at this, and this is a great divine mystery. This was something that was hidden, uh, hidden from the devil, hidden from the fallen, hidden from all the universe, hidden in God's secret place, that that word that created all things was one day going to become a human being. Shocked them crazy. Are you hearing? So, I want you to see another picture of the beginning. In the beginning was the word, Christ, there in the very beginning with God. And God spoke a word. We're going to see this further on, how God released a word from him. And Christ, the, the word, stepped out of God first. And from this one word, from Christ, everything else was formed. 
So when you use the word of God, when you declare his word, I want you to know something, that you are declaring something that is older than time and eternity. When you declare his word, remember, um, when God also talks about the day, day and night talk about temporal realities, talks about time. Before God created the day or called it day and night, there was no such thing as time. There was only God. And the Father lived in eternity. As a matter of fact, eternity and time both came out of God. And when God said, let there be light and call this day and then night, and then he said the evening and the morning were the first day, he was creating time. So if there was a big time clock, it began to tick, tick from that moment, and it's continued to tick. It's continued, time has continued to move forward. Now, time will also have an end. And this reality, as we know it, will come to, will come to, a, come to a, a close. Time has a beginning, and time has an end. That's why the Lord Jesus said again, I am Alpha, the beginning, and Omega, the ending. He was there in the beginning with God and is, in fact, God himself. And Christ, the word, stepped out of the Father, and through that one word, the word produced everything else. Let me show you this in Colossians, Colossians, the first chapter, verses 15 through 19. This is so thrilling to me, and I pray that it is thrilling to you. The Bible says in Colossians, the first chapter, verses 15 through 19. Now, again, why are we going through this? You need to see the past so that you can appreciate the present. You need to see where you have been because this sort of stuff is not taught in school. You need to see where you have been, where mankind has been. And we're also going to see why God created man in the first place and why he has given man such an exalted position. Why he has given you such an exalted, exalted position. Let's look at this. Colossians, the first chapter, verses 15 through 19. This is out of the New Living Translation, and it reads, Christ is the invisible image of the invisible God. Again, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. Do you see that? He existed before anything was created and is supreme of all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rule, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. That's very big. God is in God in beginning. Understand this. God beginning is self-sufficient. He's self-sufficient. He didn't create people. He didn't create man or create angels or create planets or create other beings just because he wanted company. If he wanted company or if he needed an object, then that would mean that he was not self-sufficient. He created, he created all these things, not for himself, but he created these things for his son. That Jesus, that the Christ would rule over everything. Now, this is the Father's kingdom, but He created the kingdom. He created the kingdom so that the Son would rule over 
all the kingdom. Everything that there is in existence, everything came out of the Son, everything that is S-O-N, everything came out of Christ, and everything was made for Christ. Now, you and I being, what does it mean that you and I being the body of Christ? What does that mean as it relates to authority? Meaning again that everything was created through him, by him, and for him. When the father released the seed of Christ into the womb, if you will, of the universe. And that seed created, and that seed created life. Life sprang forth. Life, life sprang forth. And then one day he will look through the annals of time, and he will plan that the same substance that made everything would now live in you and I, and how we would possess his name. And that how we would use his name, how with Christ we would be one with God through Christ Jesus our Lord, how we would have supreme power and authority, how we would be seated with God in heavenly places. Now let me make this point very clear. No one sits in the presence of God except for Christ and the body of Christ. Even the angel Gabriel, Archangel Gabriel, came to um, Elizabeth's husband and said, I am, uh, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. You don't sit in the presence of God. You hear me? Only Christ sits in the presence of God. The Bible says that Jesus is seated at the right hand of God and that we are seated with Christ and in Christ in heavenly places. That is unheard of. How God will allow man to have a seat with him. This is talking about sovereign rule and authority. And God has placed this within our hands, within our reach, within our grasp. Who are you? Who are you? And why would we ever uh, quake in fear of the devil? Are you understanding? I want to get further into that. I really do. And I, I pray that you go with me. Verse 17 says, he existed before anything else, and he holds all creation together. Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. For God, for God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. Now that's powerful. All the fullness, the totality of God himself lives inside of Christ. Everything that God is lives inside of Christ. And Christ, by the way, lives inside of you. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And let me give you one more verse and we're going to close out today. John, the first chapter, John 1. John 1, verse 14, and we'll stop here for today. John 1, 14, now the Good News Translation says this, and we've said this before already. It says, the word became a human being. King James says, and the word became flesh. The word became flesh. Now this is now on your screen. I didn't think we'd get this far today, but praise the Lord. The word became a human being and full of grace and truth lived among us. And we saw his glory the glory which he received as the Father's only Son. The Word became flesh. The Word became a human being. 
And that word not only became a human being, but that word came and actually lived a, lived a life of example before us. And can you imagine the devil trying to trip him up, trying to trip the word up with the word? Craziness, foolishness. And the word hung on the cross. God himself hung on the cross, the one that was in the beginning with God and was God, actually hung on the cross. The angels, I'm sure, were gasping. How could this happen? And God himself, the word himself, bled and actually allowed himself to die for you and I and was in the lower parts of the earth three days, three nights, and he, uh, he rose from the dead and has all power once again. Now, who did he do that for? Himself? No, he did it for us. Three days in the lower parts of the earth. Three days. Rose. Not for him, but for us. Why did he do that? To restore us to our proper position and place. To restore that thing that was taken. To restore us. Are you hearing me? Oh, there's so much more I want to tell you. So much more I want to get into with that. I pray that in this series that you will discover who you are in Christ and that you'll even uh, go before God and ask him, Lord, who am I? What's my purpose? What have you called me to do? What do I truly possess? And in understanding that, your whole life will begin to change. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for the word that you've given us today. Lord, I pray that every word that you have spoken today by your presence, by your spirit, well, I pray that it will enter into the hearts of your people and produce a great tree. Uh, Lord, uh, produce, uh, yeah, that will produce much fruit uh, in our family, in our lives, in our community as we discover and uncover who we are in Christ. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would confirm your word with signs and wonders following. And Lord, I pray that you would uh, give your people revelation and wisdom and the knowledge of you and the knowledge of who they are in you. I bless you, Father. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Remember, if you would like to hear today's message in its entirety or hear the entire series, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. That's kingdomrock.org. You can also subscribe to our podcast and get it on the go. And if you have a Roku device, make sure you search for Kingdom Rock TV. And there you will find this program and so much more. We would also love to see you in a live service. Just go to our website to get the details at www.kingdomrock.org. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.